0: You're not going to build a SaaSpreneur empire by thinking you're gonna automate the hell out of it. That just does not work.
1: Welcome, I've got Sean Greenway and Javier Velasquez from Lead Dragon joining the show today. They're going to talk to us about through their journey. How are you going, guys?
2: What's up, Ron? Awesome.
1: Glad yep. to be here, man.
2: Thanks for the invite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course, no worries. Yeah, look, I know of you guys because I'm actively in the community. I didn't attend the summit in October 2022, but that was the time where I noticed you guys got the SASpreneur Award. So you guys popped up in, into my personal orbit. At that point, point. and I know that you guys have been on a pretty pretty decent journey since then. So, Sean, I'll throw it over to you. Maybe just before we do dive into the details, can you guys just give us your own version of your own intro and what the roles you're playing inside Lead Dragon and the broader company today as well for us?
0: Yeah, no problem at all. Thanks for having us on, Ron. My name's Sean Greenway. I'm the CEO over at Lead Dragon, but I'm also an integral part of some of the other sub businesses that we have on the sales and business development. I'm more of the upfront face guy. Um, Javier is definitely the wizard behind the curtain. I love, I said, I told everybody that at the summit when I was on stage, he's a wizard behind the curtain. I'm just <laughs> the guy here bringing the, trying to bring the business in. So we're the perfect yin and yang, if you want to call it, since we, Javier remembers this since we were thrown on the the mastermind stage last June. I believe at their first mastermind. And ever since then, people are like, how do you find a partner? How do you find a partner? Because it is important, Ryan, that like we both read, what was it? Rocket Fuel. Rocket Fuel. It. Yep. Yeah. Rocket Fuel, the book, the visionary and the integrator. I'm definitely almost 100% on visionary, even though Javier is high integrator. He has visionary traits too, but it really works out to where the visionary side of me, and then of course, the years of sales, going along with his genius side of technology and all those things. When you put those things together, Ron, man, you can't go wrong with that. That being said, if it's okay, Ron, I was just going to give you a little background of our journey. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. Like I said, Javier being my business partner, we co-founded an actual marketing agency together just over four years ago, last month. And I was in the loan industry as a mortgage loan officer for almost 10 years. Javier had already had a, a small social media marketing agency because that was the sexy thing, right? Four or five yeah, years ago. of course. <laughs> and he was doing pretty good with it. I noticed that he was working seven days a week doing it. And of course, I've been in sales and business all my life. And when I wound up in business development the end of my stay with the mortgage side. So we had met up. He was going, I think he was going, I approached him about doing a website. So I really liked the guy. We started talking more. And then I asked him to come with me on a sales call because I was going to pitch a marketing plan strategy, whatever you want to call it to a big home builder in Georgia. I can't say their name, but so he went with me and went really well. But because of that, this light bulb went off in my brain and leading up to those two years before I left. I had already been doing marketing, and I had already been doing videos that I were that I got really good at. I had people in the community approaching me to want to work with me. Can you help me with my videos? Can you help me with my marketing? So once me and him went to that meeting, it was like, so now, and tell you this, I was making really good money. I was building a team, but I hated what I was doing. That business sucked my soul. No offense to anybody that's listening to this, maybe in the. <laughs> mortgage world. I'm too much of a perfectionist in some areas to it just wasn't right for me. It didn't set my soul just right. But when me and every time me and Javier would talk and talk about these ideas and the things we could do, I was like, bet, let's go. So story goes, man, I can't make this up. Javier's here. I walked away from big money to goose egg because I was invested and want to do what we wanted to do. And we did. It was very scary those first few weeks because another long story later on for another podcast, the guys had come back from a trip and I thought there were some other business. I think there was some business loss, but long story short, within months we had business, I hooked up with somebody that was in the real estate industry. They really funded us and got us going as far as the marketing side. Now, fast forward, it wouldn't, we were probably only about six months in and where we met We met one of our friends that introduced us to, I I think it was an ad that she had sent us. So we got hooked up with High Level in November, 2019. And then really for that first year, we were just messing around with it. We were using it for fulfillment in our agency. It was really cool because we could send somebody a text when they got to leave. Yeah, this is fun. Well, story goes about a year later, woke up one day and I was like, Javier, let's sell this stuff. Let's sell these sub accounts. So, we picked a name, Lee Dragon. We picked the colors. We started putting all that together. So, we started going forward with it. We started implementing into some of our current clients, just started using for that. And then, following, we had a guy that came off the high level site under the partner area. And he started working with us. And within a week, he messaged and said, Hey, man, can you talk to this guy in Atlanta? He may like this too. And it's like, Sure. And then he called me a couple of days later. I got another guy. Can you talk to him? I'm like, Sure. After about three or four people, I was like, dang, another idea. So I was like, I'm going to start an affiliate program. (laughs) Boom! And Javier knows the nights that I spent on Zoom call after Zoom call, meeting with these people and all of their mentees, if you, is what they call them. It was a grind, but really, I, I know I'm going long winded on this, but dude, all we've done is replicated what high level teaches. Start, don't try to wait for something perfect, start, do your thing, promote, try to get the sales, get an affiliate program, which have worked really well for us. So now you fast forward. Okay. We're two, we're about two and a half years in on our white label of like actually selling it. We've got the, the awards and accolades. Yeah. We fought for that. We really did. And it's a grind, but because of that journey, Javier and myself, we've identified, things within the community, because we've met a lot of great people in the high level community on the the conferences, meetings, Zooms, webinars. And let me tell you, that's the best way to get immersed in the community is go to the events. And because of that, we started, it breeds ideas. And we've had ideas about expanding what we do, even with high level, because artificial intelligence rolled in this past year to everybody. So we've just popped out and got a couple of AI softwares going, and nice. Javier's kind of the, a spearhead to those. I still maintain the business development and sales on, in all angles that we're doing in the business side, but Javier, obviously, because he's the tech genius, knows what he's doing on the artificial intelligence side. We grabbed another partner on that. Man, it's been a hell of a ride, Ron, and I tell you what. I wouldn't trade it for nothing because of what we've done. We've been in the trenches. We've been on top of the mountain. And now because (laughs) we attract people, like you saw us through the, we get to talk to so many people now, and it's so amazing to be able to share stories and to, and we have nothing to hide. We tell people how we do it and they can go. We're probably the most ripped off brand in the community (laughs) with our, Alvira can tell you about that, about people we catch ripping our copy and everything, but That uh, plagiarism is the
1: highest form of, I don't know, complimentary yeah. or whatever it's yeah. called, but yeah, it's the flattery or whatever. Flattery, yeah. 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 So if you don't mind, I'll, ju- I'll just jump in and ask a couple of questions on that. <clears throat> if you don't mind, Sean, the transition to selling sub accounts. what would you see as? was it a, is it paradigm shifting in the company, in your mindset, in your sales process? Because you go from ultimately, I guess you were delivering services. To then delivering software. Yeah. That's a large chasm to cross, not only for you as an organization, but for the users, if they're existing or existing clients, what would you say was some of the biggest challenges in getting people to drink that Kool-Aid?
0: One of the biggest things that was a mind shift for me and Javier both was, and I don't even know who said this. I don't know if I saw it on the video. I can't remember if it was in a meeting, but somebody said that support is easier than fulfillment. (laughs) that, that, that turned it for me right there's bet. Let's go. As we say in the South, hold my beer, watch this. Me and Javier both, because we were, it was, it was tough. It still is tough in the agency side of the world, because you, no matter what you put out, you never make someone happy because the churn on a lot of stuff in that industry is three, four months. If you're lucky, no matter how well it is, how good the leads, whatever. So I think when we fought, when I finally, that turned in my head. Then I started putting the pieces together that no wonder people churn, even if it's good, because we had no way of showing them or proving to them that they're the ones that are not doing the right thing.
1: Hey guys, Ryan here. This episode is proudly brought to you by growthable.io, the number one trusted brand for go high-level agencies globally who want onboarding, support 24-7 and an amazing customer success experience. We've got a number of customers who report amazing experiences for their clients through our support services, which are truly 24-7 and our onboarding services in which we work with your SOP. Not to mention, you get your own knowledge base, which you independently own outside of any other knowledge base. That is truly white labeled that we update for you. On top of that, you get your own in app guided tours, which walk people through different features and functionality to ensure adoption. On top of that, we give you enterprise level analytics to show who's using which sections of the system, which parts of the system are being less or more adopted than others. And Transcripts of conversations between your clients and our team so that you can take data driven decisions on how to ensure that you're making an emotional and rational impact for your customers on their journey with you moving forward. Driving second order revenue through growth of your existing clients, expansion, and renewals. So go to growthable.io for more information and try us and see the difference.
0: So once you can turn that in your head to realize that, hey, if you've got them on high level and they come to you and say, these leads are crap, and you can look at the reports and say, no, you're crap. Because <laughs> then you can actually show them the reporting. So it just makes it so much easier to deal with that. And even today, we're, we've attracted some bigger names, bigger companies to try to work with us. And, and we just realized that two years ago, we would have been like, deer in the headlights. There's no way we would have thought of stuff like that. But every week we see something different. You're not going to build a SaaSpreneur empire by thinking you're going to automate the hell out of it. That just does not work. Javier knows hundred percent those first, you know, it. he's been on hundreds and hundreds of onboarding calls. <laughs> yeah. I think anyone that starts before they can even open their mouth and talk about this, Sasspreneur thing is that they need to go through a hundred onboarding calls. When I say onboarding calls, an hour zoom, each one of them and set them up, answer questions, get stumped by questions because until you've gone through the onboarding yourself, you don't know the list checklist that you need to make so that you can get a third party support. And when you get to that level, now Javier and I can really scale if we want. We're getting pretty close to turning on the jet fuel for ads because, you know, We've got things in place. And then once that happens, then we can add on a, an, another salesperson and go from there. But that takes time. So go through the yeah. trenches, go people, a lot of these people, Ron, are trying to talk about how to get to hundred, get to 10, figure out how to get to 10 first. If you get 10, you're going to have enough knowledge, enough onboarding calls, and don't be afraid to do three, four, five phone calls to get them set up. Because that's where you learn. So really to recap on the two and a half years, here we are now in 20, middle of 2023, it's important that you go through those first 10, learn it yourself, make the checklist, get all those things in place. So then you can then reach out to a third party support team that's going to help you scale. Because once we got to that point, it made it, it saved us so much time. I'm telling you, like. It was a big relief off of Javier because we both, I was wanting before he did. And then finally he's okay, let's do it. We love it. So you go get those first 10 and as you're growing, then add that third-party support. Don't try to do it yourself. Telling you it won't work. You cannot grow without a third-party support that's in our experience. So that's where we are now, man, here we are two and a half years later Awesome. and we're still rock and roll and gunning for it.
1: So, I obviously agree that being the owner of a support company, it's a good idea to do that. What I'm interested in is what is the, so what does your sort of team look like now in terms of what is the numbers around, you, know, you share these or don't share these, that's okay, maybe just some ballpark figures, the number of clients that you are actively, that you're, that you actively have subscribed to your white label Lead Dragon. And then secondly, what does the team internally look like beyond yourself and Javier? I know you mentioned some third parties that you already partnered with. Do you have 20, 30 people running around, or is it just a two man band still? What does it look like?
0: So, we're actually running a very lean, skinny team over here. Okay. Yep. I'm not going to give you the number, but it's <laughs> skinny as all get out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I promise you that. But <laughs> yeah. uh, the good thing, we, we, we've been able to sign up over <laughs> 200, 200, 200, accounts. Yeah. And we've had, and just like in any industry, we've had churn, but we've learned from the churn, right? So now we're at a point where, honestly, we haven't hired on any more people just because we've done really good running lean right now, because we do have these other businesses that we've started up because yeah. of high level that complements it. But I would say in probably in the next three months, I foresee us having another employee, maybe two, and we're going to have to, if we do, if we pop up the ad spend and we get the things going just right, yeah. And then the support team is ready to go, then you know, we're gonna have to. And we want to because we we want to really grow. We're by no means even close to some of the top guys in high level with their awards, <laughs> yeah. but we're some of the original OGs that made that first yeah. hundred round last year. So we'll forever be on the wall of fame and yeah. high-level hallways, <laughs> Javier. Think about that.
1: Yeah. One day they're yeah. gonna have a hallway.
0: Yeah. Is they John will how are going to be up there and be like yeah yeah like 100% 100 agree. that's kind of
1: where we're at yeah look i'm actually like as an agency owner i'm actually super jealous i did a series on youtube last week where i basically was implementing the advice that you just gave everyone listening anyone listening that i you know i every now and again i work with affiliates They always ask me the same thing around snapshots, around niching down, et cetera, et cetera. And my answer is pretty much consistent with what you just said, Sean. You don't like just go and speak to someone who owns a business, onboard them, ask them a bunch of questions and then just do that a few times. And then you might start to get an understanding of that business. If it's a plumber, you'll speak to three plumbers and they all start a bunch of different things. You go, okay, maybe I can... Maybe that's a scalable, repeatable thing that I can do that I can implement. But maybe you don't like them. Maybe you don't like plumbers, right? Mm -hmm. Don't talk to them anymore. Maybe they're difficult. Yeah. But then I also say, if you've spent 20 years in mortgage broking, right, then why not bring domain expertise, subject matter expertise, integrity, trust, and all of those things that your experience and knowledge would bring to having a conversation with those people and blend it with the technology, And show people some promised land and that story, that anecdotes that you can drop during those activations, those onboardings, those demos around when I was a broker, I would have died for this kind of automation response, lead time, conversion rates, blah, 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 the ability not to have to go to five separate systems or whatever it is. And that story is extremely awesome to be able to convey. And so you have an advantage to work in that niche, but then... I also say in the same sentence, but if you hated that niche, don't go and serve that niche. Like you left mortgage broker because you didn't like it, right? Don't go and get a hundred mortgage
0: brokers. It's funny you're talking about this, Ron, because <laughs> yeah. Javier's probably giggling inside over there. You would think that maybe we should have went after mortgage brokers and right. real estate agents. Trust me, we've thought about it more than a hundred times. Yeah. And we still, we are, they find me now because of the mm-hmm. content we put out, but- I don't know. I was so burnt from that industry and I won't say too much on here about it, but real estate agents are cheap when it comes to buying because they're the most marketed to yeah. digital, whatever product wise out there. So you're competing with a thousand plus people, and then you're going to try to get them to spend 297, not going to happen unless you really got it down packed. And we just never, to be honest with you, cause we move so fast, we never slow down to make that package right. Yeah, We might one day as we grow and as we're evolving, we're probably going to find a, a smooth landing for those because it would be easy as everything for me to just open my role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And get a thousand of them in, but we yeah. just got to have their, and Javier's always getting told to me about that part like, man, we just got to have the right offer and the right solution. I was like, I know, but I just, I get a brain. Yeah. Uh, aneurysm (laughs) when I think about that industry again. (laughs) I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. For me that I can relate in that mine is B2B sales teams, growth teams. I basically don't want to work in B2B ever again. Being in the high level community, running an agency now, still have an agency that serves a B2B space, but I'm just not getting anything out of it. I've had the same conversation a billion times and I'm just like, it just doesn't, fill me with purpose and passion and I know I could kill it if I just wanted to double down and continue to serve that niche but I just don't because and I'm going to speak to a pest control people right that's my latest thing and it's, that is actually super yeah. exciting for me okay so I want to get on to some of the exciting stuff here Javier is the exciting new ventures guy right what do you got going on yeah
2: <laughs> Yeah. 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 As Sean said and shared and really our journey, it's when you have a SaaS and go high level, it's, yeah. it's almost done for you. Like a lot of the people joining go high level now, starting their white label SaaS in seven days or whatever challenge. They they have no idea how good they have it with all these validated features. Right. You know, <laughs> right. the build MVP, there's no development cycles, there's no feet. Like these are all proven features in the marketplace just make a dang offer and have a target audience and make content marketing around it. Yeah, You're going to do YouTube and then build on top of that. But we've always also wanted our own SaaS, like our own standalone SaaS and the GoHilo community is just an excellent sandbox community to launch stuff in. And and we built tools that started as internal tools for us. And then because of, I guess we give a lot of goodwill out there. We help a lot of people out. The agency SaaS stuff, we do coaching, but it's just a free call. We really don't have anything to sell. We're not really coaches. And then we, and then so we built a lot of great relationships just in the Go High Level community, whether in person at the masterminds or on calls like these. We love to hop on. Even if other people were selling to the same type of people we are, we don't care. We just want to connect because the ecosystem is still in its infancy, in our opinion. So, yeah. with that being said, with we almost see, the Go High Level SaaS, it's not that we've cracked the code. We've already know we just need to spend ads ad spend here, have an offer here, hire someone to do the demos or pack Sean's calendar and then blah, 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 right? So we've used our Go High Level SaaS as like a cash cow to fund all these other little ventures. And with our relationships in the agency, we've managed to find some pretty good unique fit fits for products that now are used by hundreds of Go High Level Go, go high-level, white-label agencies that yeah. are going to complement their SaaS, provide that unique differentiator that a lot of people crave. And, and yeah, so our, our first company was white-label GPT-3, which is, I don't know if you've seen it out there. It's used by a few hundred GHL agencies. It's pretty plug and play. It's just a dashboard with a bunch of general AI prompts that spits back out stuff. It's powered by your open AI key. They sign up you put in your API key and then you can iframe it inside of your sub account Pretty easy, pretty simple. Now, that was our first test in the marketplace with our own SaaS. We quickly signed up a ton of people and we started getting a ton of feedback as if we were Sean Clark almost, right? <laughs> <In the> <laughs> <group>. <laughs> and uh, so we got a lot of really interesting feedback and that project was one of those sort of maverick cowboy things that me and Sean love to do because I remember texting Sean go buy this domain I, I I didn't even tell him for what I didn't even tell him my right. idea. he was like nine at night and he bought the domain he says bought. okay good and then by a, the end of the next day I already had a website up and theme and
1: what's the domain it.
2: yeah the domain is white label gpt3.com love it yeah yeah cool. and yeah as soon as yeah as soon as we got it we we launched in the group because again if you build good relationships in the community yeah even with people who serve your same sort of avatar there are network effects in the Level community, especially as a third party provider. And yeah. one good testimonial in the group can literally net you hundreds of signups. And that was yeah. the case for us. We had a pretty good network effect. But with that being said, that's not really the main product I want to talk about. That mm. one was just like the OG the thing that we got a lot of feedback on. And now we're working on something much more exciting, which we partnered with an actual developer. He's one of our co-founders. He's on this call. His name's Justin. And this new product is not just used by Agencies, but it's used by over 3,000 marketers and not all of them are marketers, business people around the world. We have users in Australia too, schools, and basically it's, you can take your GPT prompts and I can share my screen if that would be helpful, but I'll do a little quick pitch here. So you are able to take your GPT prompts and build a front end tool for your clients to put in information like a form. And you can run your, the form data through your prompts and you can spit back out an AI response upon submission, or you could run it through multiple prompts, or you could run it through an external data source, or you could build a tool set with all these different prompts in one place and then iframe that. So you could have an industry-specific AI suite for your niche. Now, we have a lot of go-aheadable agencies just using it just to iframe it inside of their sub account. And it's just a good way for your loan officers, or if you serve another specific niche like a tax preparers, and you have this AI suite of tools that, that is built for them. We have other Go High Level agencies that are building sort of breakaway SaaSs that are non Go High Level, but and are using them as lead magnets for their ideal customer. Hey, get this AI suite for nine bucks a month. And then that is like a sort of like a gateway offer to the actual full on SaaS. And then we have coaches. We have a lot of coaches who love to build because coaches tend to sometimes have an ego and they want to build their own proprietary AI software with their proprietary prompts Mm -hmm. that'll help you create copy that will make you six figures in seven days or whatever. So like we have a lot of people like that just want to build their own AI suite based on their most useful prompts for their industry or even internal use for fulfillment because we also have the webhook function. So that, and that's another Go High Level use case. You can actually build a form that collects all of your customer's data that your customer will fill out. And you run all that data through multiple prompts that are going to generate copy that then you can webhook into a snapshot to update customer fields. In just one form, you can have a website 90% done inside of Go High Level with really nothing needed from a client other than them filling out a form. So that's one of the exciting things we are working at over at Formai. So that, that hopefully that wasn't too much of a long-winded answer, Brian.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that idea and I love there's a lot of use cases there. Someone who owns a company that does onboarding, we are always we always love working with clients who have it dialed in in that you're trying to build those efficiencies with taking form data and being able to reuse it across snapshots and so on. And I think that for me, like I, when I was in B2B, it was the biggest part of fulfillment for me was coming up with specific sequence of say outbound emails to give them for a nurture, right? So someone came in, they were a warm lead. They went cold because they didn't respond over three or four days, stick them into a long-term nurture we would spend quite a while coming up with this copy, right? This is all pre the sort of the AI rush and ChatGPT GPT-3 being available to everybody and so on. And so we'd spend so much time kind of building that. And then what would really be super annoying was that they would come in and change it. Because they were coming from a marketing team and you're like, look, this is not a one-to-many conversation. This is a one-to-one. It needs to look like this. It needs to be plain text, et cetera, et cetera. And so that back and forth was this big thing. But now the ability to just collect that information from a form submission and be like, this is what you need. It's unique. It works. It's data-driven, blah, blah, blah. That just, for me, that would be an absolute game changer if I was to go back to running that agency, which I won't. So give us an example of, let's say I've got a SaaS, I'm listening, right? I've got a SaaS, I'm serving, I'm just trying to think of, well, just trying to think of my, one of my clients. All right, here we go. One of my clients globally has breastfeeding courses. So everyone that signs up is either an educator or a practitioner of doing online breastfeeding courses or... Um, they do group sessions as like a coach in that area. Obviously, it's all mums. What would so they come on in the sub account, like they're their own independent business owner, and they're getting all the course information from the brand that they're signing up to. How would they use Formwise? If you can, if I can put you on the spot there, give us a use yeah. case of how I would use Formwise? Yeah, for them.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. You could build a AI suite of. Uh... Tools that are going to speak into the brand voice of speaking to mothers. Right. So instead of having a generic copywriting tool that's going to train, hey, generate a sales email about this, you could just have, hey, give me the offer. And the back end prompt already has pre filled all of the information on what type of brand voice or what type of tone should the email have. So they don't even need to select any of that. They really need to just put as minimal effort as possible in submitting at least a the theme of the email. So it's almost like a Jasper.ai, but just for coaches that teach breastfeeding, if I got that right. yeah. So yeah. it's very, very niche. So we, we, I say me, because I'm the really the only one that uses this analogy is we're giving the alley oop to the client to just dunk and get a awesome AI response to really right. make use of, the GBT engines because if you just go to chat gpt you have a long conversation first of all are the, do they even know how to prompt uh and second of all if you can just run that entire conversation by just inputting one little data point that they're putting very minimally low effort then they're having a very good a very good experience with your platform because it's white label it's it, it has no formalized branding so it, if you can set up a again for those coaches that are teaching those very niche courses. If you have a tool, like a specific bespoke AI tool for them to just generate awesome emails, social captions. And this is also very important in like niches that are heavily regulated. So you want to make sure that it omits specific language that might be might trigger spam or might break the law, like in the mortgage industry and stuff, things that you can and can't say. And then also we have the data sources function. So if you already have a list of products or a list of things that OpenAI wouldn't know, because if you ask OpenAI right now through a prompt, something very niche and specific, it'll respond to something, but it's probably going to make something up. So the cool thing is we can attach a PDF or a text file or a CSV file. Of, for example, I actually built an internal tool for us to for marketing automation proposals and I attached a PDF proposal of one of our old proposals that references everything we would do in scope, all the workflows, and it uses all of our white-level language. It doesn't say go high-level. Now, if I were to just ask it without that data source, it would have probably thought we're some type of lead agency because we're Lead Dragon. But instead, when I told the prompt to make me a proposal for my Lead Dragon marketing automation client, this is their goals, here's the estimate. And it wrote me the entire project outline for me based on the inspiration of the data source. So again, that's another use case. I don't know what type of resources a coach that teaches breastfeeding would have, but maybe they have a curriculum, a teaching style, some type of rubric, some type of sales framework that they can implicitly make the AI output be like in all the little tools and widgets in one place. So yeah, hopefully like, that's awesome enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've seen their so I've seen their make scenario, integromat scenario. So they've like yeah. <laughs> about a million objects on that thing to update all the custom values. And one, having that being conversational, two being generative would be a game changer. And in fact, I'm going to introduce you to them straight after this call at some point today. <laughs> yeah, awesome. This is my yeah, okay. And you mentioned about some numbers there. 3,000 people using it and so on. It's not just for high level users. It's not just for people with a SaaS. Like you could just use this independently to operate as a, like you said. So if I've got a lead magnet landing page, something like that, I'm taking the values and I'm doing something with it. And it's literally not related to high level at all. Like it's just an independent product.
2: Correct. So yeah, so we're platform agnostic. Of course we do have, let's say, 40 to 50% of people know what GoIable is or have a GoIable SaaS. Because it's, again, as I said earlier, GoIable is a great sandbox to launch in for any SaaS. But yes, so you can individually embed each AI tool anywhere, like a YouTube video. And then you can add all those tools to what we call a tool set. And then you can embed the tool set. And it's just this cool little, it's like a cool little portfolio-like page of all your tools that are categorized. It's in your branding, all the good stuff. And then you can embed that or you can iframe that in go high level. But yes, you don't need to use go high level. We actually have people that you're in Australia. So we actually have a school in Australia that built a tool set of custom AI tools for that specific niche school because it's a specific school that teaches a specific thing. And all of their tools are specifically for their teachers to build quizzes, to check for errors of that specific topic. And they also have some tools that are powered by test and exam examples as well. So again, that's just a really powerful use case. And you can use that as yeah. again for the Go people, a lot of people use them as lead magnets, especially if it's just an individual tool, you can build a build by workout tool and you can embed it on your gym client's website to get more leads and then webhook that into a workflow. So ton yeah ton so, of use cases and yeah. if I'm honest Ryan we're still getting that yeah, yeah. Fit because we just launched this when Sean like in April and yep, we got, I think so, yeah, yeah, we got caught wind of this. Someone got caught wind of us and we, they put us on a, this extremely popular AI tools newsletter that it's one, of it, there's a few of the big ones, but we got one of the big ones to mention us at the bottom of their email. <laughs> so that tells you how powerful email marketing is. Yeah, so literally the last tool they mentioned there in, in their newsletter, and they sent us like, 600 signups. In oh one my God. Night. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy about those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we can't wait. We yeah. can't
0: wait to pay somebody. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're, We're yeah. We're paying. Paying. We
1: can really get going. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we, you talk about in, in, da- data sources there, Javier. So I'm, I got, there's a bunch of AI crazy at the moment. It's the generative stuff is affecting literally every business on the planet, mine included. And we have on onboarding right in app which is contextual to where our customers might be and we do live chat and we do live support right and we just because of the tool that we're using to make that happen they started layering in generative long language models and this type of stuff and the best part of that for me this is just personal right was here's a crawler go and tell me which URL to crawl. And then that becomes part of my knowledge in addition to anything else. And so we said, okay, go to the support.gohighlevel.com and learn everything. And then in the prompts that we're able to say, we say, if someone's logged in and the, the, the ID of the sub account tells us that it's funnel, which is mine, I'm not going to mention any customers' names, but... Then every time someone asks you a question, replace any instance of high level with this brand, etc., etc., etc. And so we're essentially white labeling the AI to, and it knows sometimes more than our real live agents. Right? No offense to our agents; they're amazing. But and then it's cool. And so if it was my brand or whatever, it's like, this is how you do this in blah 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 blah, and. It's awesome, right? And I just think like for a business to be able to just go and ingest my website, right? And then write me a landing page with my
2: opening hours because I need it, right? And it just goes boom and does it. Right? Are we talking similar things here? Are we talking? Yeah, no, yeah absolutely. That's, a, that's definitely a use case. That's the first time I've heard of that use case. And that's what's so exciting about this space, Ryan, is that we're all pioneering use cases and you could literally be the first one or one out of 10 people in your space trying to do that thing. And so it's a great time to create something cool and you could still capture a ton of value because it's also, it's like a novelty. That would be a cool use case. I've not even thought about that. Go make a text file of all of an HTML version of your website and then add it to a, a form-wise tool. And then you could ask the tool to generate or rewrite yeah. all the copy off your website into... Alex Ramosi style or something like that. Right? Yeah, well, it's like
1: something cool. I don't know where they, how they did it, but and I'll I'll share with you the platform that I'm using. So maybe you can go and get some inspiration. But yeah, they were just like, not only are we chat ChatGPT's knowledge, but you can go and crawl and index like Google. It goes and indexes pages, any domain and you just go boom. And so the way I've demoed it, it's like I get on a demo call. And I say to the customer, so what's your website? And they go, it's, oh, it's jacksplumbing.com, right? And I go, Jack's Plumbing, boom. And then I launch the bot and it goes, ask me a question. And I go, what's your opening hours? And it goes seven till nine. And you go, when was the company founded? And it goes, it was founded in 2017 or whatever. And they're like, what? (laughs) And then just like that kind of thing is so cool. Anyway, that's slightly off topic, but so where... You, know, just,
0: you just gave me an idea when you write that down. <laughs> okay, sure, cool. You <laughs> me a good idea.
1: Just send me the shareholders agreement, Sean, and we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, so is that, so the future obviously for that is is awesome. Even myself, I love hearing all of that. And I love, what I personally love is products that make it to the general market that started life as an internal tool because that... The problem was one, it was a real problem and, and, the, and it was personal. And so you painstakingly probably f- had to figure out how to make it work for yourself first. And the most important person to, to, the, to the builder of the product is themselves and their own business. And so then when you bring it to market, it's not, we think the market wanted this. So there we go. We're like, we had this problem, we fixed it. And then I showed it to some people and they were like, whoa, we have the same problem and the best for me like the best product led companies start life like that slack was a game and then the tool was a, how they used to message players inside the game right like crazy pivots and stuff like that so yeah. i love that where do people find that is it formwise.ai
2: yes it's formwise.ai and uh, yeah I'm, i was amazed that domain was still available after the <laughs> ai run. people were yeah. by- buying hundreds of domains at with the ai extension and, but yeah, yeah. It's formize.ai. Yeah. And yeah.
1: That's yeah. awesome. So where do you think, let's just, I just want to maybe touch on some of the visionary stuff. Cause maybe I want to give Sean a chance to be able to come in with his blue sky thinking at the end here as well. Yeah. Javier, are you both working together? Like, where does that end? Is there a dream state that you have that you want to be possible, Sean and however that's not yet, or that you haven't been able to maybe build yet? Or are you just sky's the limit here? talk
0: to customers yeah. more. Sky's the limit right now. Me and Javier are both at two ends of the spectrum when it comes to age. I'm 53. He's half my age at 27. Um, I've been working since I was 13, so 40 years now, but I'll never stop. I've asked People have asked me, will you ever retire one day when it's time? I was like, no, I love what I do. But I think me and Javier both have probably had this discussion before. It's like, we see ourselves evolving already into, eventually, more of a business type incubator, if you will, yeah. to where because we, trust me, I've got a whole list of things over here that we could still do, but we're not going to be able to do that until we create more cash cows, like Javier was talking about. <laughs> but and it, and for us, what's crazy is that, of course, we're like anybody; we're not dummies. We love money, but we're not after all this because of the money. Cause we love what we do yeah. We're, we are me being, especially a visionary. Like I am for me, my energy comes from building and creating. That's where my energy is at. not for money. That's just going to be a byproduct of what we do. And we've seen this so far, me and Javier, like we're just over four years in this together and we haven't looked back and we're just beginning. So we're really just, but basically just come off this mountain down into this valley. And we got this whole valley ahead of us. Now we're just trying to gang up and see who our, our who wants to join the gang yeah. and uh, gang baby. And then we're just going to head across the valley who wants to ride with us. And, yeah, Cause we, we love working with people. We've connected with a lot of good people really have in the community. And I wish I could name all of them and had a list, but this it's amazing. And if it wasn't for these type of podcasts, these calls, it's just like with anybody. You either click with people or you don't. Like when me and Javier go places, if we click with somebody, we spend time with them and we bounce ideas off of each other. And I just think that's powerful. Nobody can get what, I mean, I take it back. You can go a long ways in success and get rich and all those things, but you can go a hell of a lot faster if you got a a gang with you and you're going to go across the valley. So that's what we're doing. We're saddled up. Anybody wants to ride on this wagon
1: train? Let's go. Yeah, I love it <laughs> for sure. I particularly love it. As, as far as the community goes. Yeah, I remember when Salesforce.com first came out, and I used to watch like the Dreamforce conferences and stuff. Because I, Javier, I'm a bit older, a bit older than you as well. I was absolutely obsessed with this concept of that their logo used to be this the word software with a strike through it, right? Because back then a brand strategy, and it still is a strategy today. Is to name the enemy, and the enemy at the time was client server implementations that were done on site, on prem, build yeah. versus subscribe. And I was absolutely obsessed because I worked in software my whole life. And then the and so that was a long time ago, right? And I was just obsessed. It was all I took everyone that I worked with hated me because I wouldn't shut up about this stuff, right? <laughs> the cloud, and the cloud was a high in the hype cycle, right? Now AI is the hype cycle, but Never have I been more excited about the opportunity that lies ahead with one companies like high level building a platform which is almost getting to the point where I feel like it's almost like a no code marketing and sales automation platform. It's just it's insane. where I don't have to go and build AWS infrastructure and pay for compute time. I just have it for this fee every yeah. month and you can just go and build it. Ridiculously, I could have a million daily active users and it cost me $97, or it cost me $297 or whatever, like crazy. Plus, with AI in its infancy, in the generative space, the long language model phase as phase or whatever, and being able to augment that and build on top of that. And I think it's the first time where <clears throat> when all of those three things come together, you actually are making real impact in every business, like small business to from a plumber to fortune 500 replacing Salesforce marketing cloud or whatever, which I've personally done yeah. with using high level where it's not, we talk about it being at the hype cycle, right? But it's not like it's actually used daily. You can ring up a plumber and if you don't get through to him and you get a text back saying, sorry, I didn't take a call. And then you write back and say, I was looking to fix my sink. And then you get another thing back. Like he's on top of a generative AI model, like a plumber. Right. And so I just think yeah. it's awesome that it's real impact. It's not a joke. And so, yeah, from here on is sky's the limit. And hopefully I think the other thing that High Level does provide as a company, as a platform is true kind of democratic approach to there's not going to be, as far as I could tell, I'd probably listen to this one day and go, what the hell are you thinking? But instead of it being who had the most venture money? and did a blitz scale and didn't worry about profitability and had a hundred million dollar investment and went and ate the world it's guys like you it's guys like me doing this and there's enough for everyone there's no one clear winner which is which i think is the other awesome part of it yeah Yeah, and oh go ahead
2: oh yeah and to think also is for me, high level is becoming more and more robust, as you said, and it's like the barrier to entry is still low, 297 from a cost standpoint, but for someone to deploy quicker, I can see how crowded it is. And there's a lot of analysis paralysis because of all the bells and whistles, which is ever more important to partnering with someone like you, Ryan, that you you understand that entire since the beginning, you've seen the evolved. evolve. And you can quickly assist someone in making those decisions if they're serving a specific industry. Oh, just focus on this. Who cares about who cares about the social media planner, or who right. cares about this, whatever jet, a content image AI stuff, or whatever new belt like the community stuff that dropped the other week. I think veterans, like people who've been in the high-level ecosystem for years, uh, we're becoming more valuable. Hopefully, our stock continues to grow as we're in this space.
0: Yeah, segueing off of that, I was going to say itself, like we were, we were one of the original OGs, if you want to call it that. And we were the kind of the first ones to, to not be afraid to let people know that, that this is high level, because it's, it's not like that anymore, but a year ago, especially two years ago, if you were on a call with someone and they would say, Hey, is this, a, is this high level? There's a lot of people in the community that run from that. And we leaned into that because we knew really quick, this is going to be across the board eventually anyway. So we just like on to this day on a demo, when I do demo calls, if somebody says, is this high level? I say, yeah, absolutely. This is powered by high level. And we've done this and this to it, talking about the support side, the, the classes, all the things we offer. And then I just go, keep, keep going right on into my pitch and it's never talked about, but now it's already you fast forwarded two years to now we're actually like Javier's talking about, it's getting so advanced and going to be Salesforce-like probably within the next six months. Your average Joe on the street, most of them can't use it now. It's going to get even more so to where they can't. So if I can give my last word of what yeah. our future is that we've evolved into realizing that me and Javier both, probably a year ago, even said it to each other in conversation. We're going to have to Become the, a standout when it comes to high level, and we do. Anybody that finds us on our marketing, plat, our marketing website, or Lead Dragon or Agency SaaS, all these other ones, we put it out there. We're Go High Level partners. We're experts, and whatever you got to show to show that, because now we're actually getting business because of that. Well, there's people that join High Level, like these small companies, they do not know what to do. And I'm sure you get them too, Anthony. But her, is that we now have got people call us up and say, hey, I got high level. I don't know what to do with it. Can you help? We're like, absolutely. Yep. And then we give them the we give them the packages or whatever. So it's going to get more into that. There's over 30,000 people, I think, in the community mm. that signed up. From what we've seen, Ron, is that there's probably 80% of those that are sitting on the fence. They don't know what to do or they don't know the next move. And that other 20%, like all of us, we jumped off the fence and started running across the field. And <laughs> that's where it happens. Get yeah. off the bench and
1: get in the game. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Look, that's that it's both of what you just said, the sentiment behind it. I completely agree with Javier, what you're talking about analysis paralysis. It's so easy to become overwhelmed because of how much they ship, but they ship so much because I think it's just part of the culture of the organization, but, I'm not turned off by how much they ship. I I like how much they ship because the more that the stack becomes more broader, more flexible, more robust, the more it requires an operator. It's no longer a, it's not a consumer piece of software. It's a, it's essentially a platform that has to be built on top of any application inside of AWS, GCP, whatever. And there's, different levels of specialization, right? There are true, what I would call you guys, which is, you'd be like the ISV, right? Level, right? And then you've got integration partners and you've got that sort of that. And that ecosystem is is becoming, I never want to compare it to the classic ecosystems that we see in like Microsoft or whatever, but It is going to look like Salesforce. It is going to be like, I go and talk to my energy company about my electricity bill. Chances are when I have a conversation with them, it's running on Salesforce. But do I ask, is this Salesforce? You don't care, right? And when I remember one of the first conversations I had with Sean Clark, I said, did you deliberately go out to make a platform in that you knew that the, essentially like the economic output of your the ecosystem that is built on top of this will be a hundred times what you ever make as an organization and i think it was like bill gates or whatever who does who defined the def like it was coming up with the definition of what a platform was and that was how you could make a definition was is the economic output of people who use it greater than you as an organization like the creators of it and if it is then it's a platform and that's certainly true in high levels case and it's brilliant and i think he said he never deliberately did it but then the way that they did it the way that they did it for agencies or whatever like it evolved as that and i'm like super thankful that it did because i think it's the best model
2: that we could have asked for so yeah i don't that's know awesome. um, <laughs> you... awesome. yeah that's awesome you just blew my mind with that because yeah. golly that's such an awesome definition of a platform because yeah yeah because we like that. Billy,
1: billy gates he's a smart yeah. guy that guy <laughs> Yeah.
2: yeah. It was good, great, It was a great insight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's got good places, Sean. Yeah, exactly. Look, I think we've run out of time, but I, I can sit here and talk to you guys all day. So look, thank you so much. Any, anything else you want to plug or get across to anybody? I will put links of course in the show notes of the podcast, YouTube link descriptions or whatnot, but anything else you want to say for a call to action or a plug or anything like that right before we end up?
0: Yeah, the main thing I want to say, definitely check out the link, the formwise.ai. We were hundred percent sure that a lot of people in the community are going to be able to apply that to, even if they got a high level or if they don't. It's just artificial intelligence is not going anywhere. So if you're sitting on the bench out there, you better get off the bench, get in some plays. And here's the thing, just like you mentioned, no code earlier. That's what's on our site. Build AI tools and no code. We make it easy. Javier and Justin have really put this together in the back end and it's freaking amazing. I am a non-techie guy, just so you know, Ryan, but let me tell you on there, a lot of the stuff, just like high level, it's some drag and drop, the prompt chaining personalities, the temperatures, the different, what would you say? Open AI, things yeah. to use from DaVinci to GPT-3.5, Turbo, 16K, all of those things. They're really foreign and Chinese to me but the way we've got it laid out and i yeah. and be laugh at me all the time because I'm not taking, but that's okay. I think Justin, as we speak, is probably working on some killer how to videos right now, another month it's going to be, you'll go on that side itself and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between us. And some of these guys, that got a hundred million behind them over here. Yeah. in, and we know we're going somewhere with this and we just wanted to thank you again for having us on the show. So we could at least talk about this because. The more people that, you know, find out about it, they can get the use case, but man, I want to get you on my show next. If that's cool. Yeah. I want to get you on mine and spread the love. We want more people to know about what you do because it's needed in the community. The support levels are needed in the community. You cannot, in my opinion, you cannot grow past 15, 20, 30, you know, sub accounts the right way. If you really want to take care of somebody, you got to get a certain level of support. So definitely want you on the show, but. Guys, go check out formwise.ai. And if you're on the fence with your high level, get off that fence. Go get it. Go get those sub accounts. Start learning. Get to the level where you need that outside support. And then you can skyrocket and scale. And you can be on stage with all of us. Yeah. Like Ryan and Javier. Yeah. <laughs>
1: My stage is coming. But one day. But yeah. yeah. Sorry, Javier. You're <laughs> coming, baby. No, coming. yeah.
2: And, and as Elon Musk said when he was building SpaceX, like he said, uh, go and chew some glass and stare into the abyss. Go get your teeth knocked out. That's uh, right. You get your first 10, 10 to 15 sub accounts. Uh, work and learn how to onboard and then go find a partner like Ryan um, that can help you maintain and basically handle growth. Because again, True. and I'm sure you talk a lot about this at with your company, Growthable, which you have an awesome domain name is that Thanks. it makes no sense to try to go acquire all these users if they're going to churn. You need to have the retention. Yeah, right. That All that post-sell stuff is so important. Yeah. Yeah, that's my last plug.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thanks. Thank- oh, that's awesome. I appreciate that so much. Look, guys, thank you so much.
2: Sean Greenway,
1: Javier Velasquez. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is that perfect. right? Yep. Got it. Yep. Thanks so much, guys. It was so awesome to meet you, and I appreciate you having you guys on.
0: Appreciate yep, it, man. Absolutely.